when it's time for lunch, you can pick up a spoon or grab your fork body and dig into a Nuna. It's Nuna with Dan and Marty. If you never had a Nuna, well, there's no sooner way. Just bend over at the middle in the middle of the day. It's a Nuna. It's a Nuna with Marty and Dan. Steve. Who? Steve. Who? Uh, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smodco Nooner Podcast on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. I'm O's. My name is Marty. Are you going to introduce me? <sighs> hey, I'm, not, I'm not a host. I'm a guest. You're No, you're not. You're I'm on, a guest host when, when you're unavailable. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm only ava- not available when I stop speaking. Okay. And that's when you get to jump in and Hi. say, I'm a guest host. I'm a guest host. I'm a guest on your show. No, you're not a guest. You're I, a guest I'm in a my guest. home. I'm a guest. No. Nah. <laughs> you are not welcome, I'm a, sir. I'm a uh, unlawful combatant. Yes, in your home. Oh, yeah. So you got um, went through rendition. What do they? Do call you remember it? that on New Year's when you were, tried to beat me up? Um, no, you don't. No. Okay. Over by the the vestibule, where the the shoes and and all the doggy leashes are, you uh, just were throwing punches at me. Oh, you don't uh, remember that? No. I did mean, you have, did you have some drinks that night? Probably. Okay. But not. Was it this one? Wait. When, when, when New you? Year's Eve. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember that. You remember? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So do you like want to fight me or something? No, I just want to punch you. <laughs> it's two different things. Okay. If uh, I if I, I, I fight you, know you, there's a there's a threat of me getting punched. I see. But if I just punch you, that that's really fun. You know, throughout my long life, I've come across many people like yourself who've just wanted to hit me. I remember a previous <laughs> girlfriend in oh, my twenties. I think that's p- most of the people who listen to the show. No, they oh. want to have a beer with me and talk about stuff. Okay, uh, here's a choice. If you're listening now, um, tweet in, because we are at Nooner Podcast. Would you rather have a beer with Steve or would you rather punch Steve? Okay, All right. and by the end of the podcast, we'll either have a beer, we'll have an, a, we'll have an AM Nooner, or you can punch me as hard as you want, anywhere. Um, okay. All right. That'll keep you listening. All right. That's yeah, a good yeah. tease. Oh, there we go. Uh Good morning, oh Steve. Oh, my God, my Twitter just blew up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just got three notifications. Um, hi, Jane and Jonah and Tyson and Evan and Darren. And Michael and, and Janet. And, yes. And Clarice on. and Jody. And Clarissa. Clarissa. And, yeah. And Little Mike, Mikey Mike, Mikey Two Times. Big Mike. Big Mike. Oh. Michael. Yes. Mikhail. Um so the Dow Jones, oh God, has uh, plummeted. You know, a huge, huge amount. What sixteen hundred points in two days? Hey, so as you, your liberal friends say, the stock market's not the economy. It's okay. Oh, right. No, exactly. Yeah. Except for I have a ton of money in the stock market. Oh, well. So did you just take a bath? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the the crazy thing is the Dow Jones is you know is based on thirty stocks. Is that true? It's true. It's based okay. on 30 stocks, and it's price... Hopefully, I don't have any of those 30. It's price-weighted, and so, like, if uh, if Dow Chemical, or, I'm, or it's like, 3M is trading at $98, and Microsoft is trading at $30, like, they're, like, that, it, it's weighted three times as much, so, like, the, the Because it's in the Dow. Because it's in the Dow, ah. and because it's just, like, they don't... They don't. Uh, they don't proportionally, you know, put it like they just add up the top thirty numbers, and that's oh. like that's it. And what's the Nasdaq? Uh, Nasdaq is those. It's a different index. It, well, it, it's a different index, and it's a different. Um, 
that's on the the different exchange. So the Dow is on the New York Stock Exchange, and the Nasdaq is on its own. Okay, it's a separate exchange. Okay, so, so that yeah, Nasdaq didn't. But it, you know, it, it like you said, it's not a measure of the economy. Like True. It, like. It's a very easy number to follow that moves every day. And right. If you have a 401k, you see it go up a little bit when the market goes up. And if you're a billionaire, yesterday you lost $10 million. Right. But it, it's money that you aren't going to spend anyhow. Sure. Yeah. Because yeah. You, you've socked it into the market for so long. That, sure. You know. uh, yeah. So it's, it's not a very useful number. And also, it is driven a lot by emotion. And, and that's like why Trump... Like why it's continued continue to go up under Trump because business people are like, well, he's pro business, so we should keep investing. And I, I find fault with that logic. People think that the president or one person has has any control exactly. over trading. I, I, it, I, I mean, it was, it was years ago. I worked with an editrix who uh, a, a wonderful woman whose name I forgot, and she cut the, that movie, the the Dow of Steve. Uh-huh. And uh, she decided she needed to make more money while she was sitting in Edit Bay. So she learned to trade on the stock market. Like, wow. like hardcore, those graphs that I looked at, and I went, oh, what are you looking at? Like she had one of her laptops open. And, uh, you know, she I, while we were working, I would say, tell me more. Because I, I learned absolutely nothing in school. And my father is an economist. Thus, he does not know how to make money. He just knows how to talk, talk about, about it. money. Right, right. And I learned little bits and pieces and it really has nothing to do with anything it's just like an organism that that finds oh my god someone's at the door no did everybody hear that yep okay good heard that what does that mean it just means chicken's done uh, the chicken is done and um there's a nice hawaiian punch waiting for you that's um, it that's the whole story uh <laughs> oh that's good so based on what you did is that someone tapping out on the start. Yeah. Uh, I was like, that's enough, Steve. Great. Um, no, did, did, um, did, based on what you learned from this person, did you, did you start investing? I did and, and made, made money. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, but it, it has nothing to do with the company, the product, anything. It has to do with statistics. And the fact that one fat orange guy got elected doesn't mean that all stocks rise because they, it, it may have something to do with it, but it also may have to do with the economy of India, which do you know how it's doing in India? I don't know. There's just a billion people there. Like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we think that we are the center of the universe, but it's a global economy and a lot of those stocks are tied into other economies. And it, it just it rarely affects my day to day. You know, I saw it went down. I looked at my portfolio. I went, wow, that was just, that's a lot of money gone. It'll yeah. come back. You just, you, you can't panic. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a, I am day trading on a couple things. So uh-huh. I'm a little nervous, but you're, you know, day trading, just you know, not, like buying and selling, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, I've done well and then not mm-hmm. done well, but it's essentially gambling, right? In, Texas Hold'em informed gambling. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not like throwing. A, it's it's not Keno, right? Yeah, right, it's right. it's Texas Hold'em. There's like yeah, all right, right, there's right, a statistic right. to, to to at play here, and, whatever. and there are a lot of dumb people playing at the table. Um, yes, and a lot of smart people too. Yeah. Yes, smarter than you. Right, so no right, one to get out. Right. Um, well, then I guess you, you you're so you, this doesn't freak you out at all. These things happen, and it it was overinflated anyway. I mean, I just love how like. Trump has been saying, like, oh, you know... You love? Oh, well, yeah. Like, you know, there have been 84 records in the Dow Jones since I've taken office. And then, like, 
What about like now? Is, biggest, he, is he taking a credit for biggest, the loss? The biggest drop. That, that's a record that he's not taking credit but for. But what's causing the what's causing the Well, the, according the to drop. Sean Hannity, it's, <laughs> uh, it's uh, Obama, you know, what, he, he's blamed Obama for it. How? Because, because, uh, because of the Fed. Because of uh, borrowing heavily against the Fed, it's finally coming back to haunt us. Yesterday it came yes, back to yeah, haunt us? Yesterday, yeah. Okay. I mean, the, the, you know, it's just, there's so many... Like I said, it's a lot about perception. There's a lot of wor- worry about the Fed, actually, because the new Fed had uh, just took office. Right. And, and they think he's going to raise interest rates. Yes. And they think that higher wages is going to stagnate the economy, which is crazy. Uh, and that means they hire less. <coughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. economics is complicated. Oh, it's very complicated. That's and it's also, it's driven a lot by like dumb people at the poker table. You yes. Know? What, or really smart people who... Are, are too smart can, can play good. after hours, you know, uh, in in special rooms, yeah, like dark pools and uh, after hour trading, and you know, uh, the whole thing about uh, micro trading, you know, where all these servers were buying and selling in under a second, you know, yeah, like a thousand times in uh, under a second, and yeah, like s- such that they put the machines closer to Wall Street so that there would be less. Uh, lag in the actual latency. Yes, is that the right word? Yeah, latency. Exactly. Yeah. Didn't they build like one to the Chicago Stock Exchange, and they had to just drill through mountains? Like they wanted the, the shortest line between. Yeah, New I, York. I think they eventually just they leveled the playing field for everybody, so that they, you know. Yeah, but yeah. there are machines that are watching stocks and buying and selling in fractions of a second. You know. Yeah, I, you're you're not. They're playing 3D chess. And you're playing. Right, tic tac toe. Right, 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 exactly. But th- that said, like if you invested just in index funds, you'd be you know super rich. Like, you know, I, 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 this is not an a, a, a investing advice podcast. Oh, no, of so not. D- don't. I just think it's fascinating. Like, you know, although you should buy Bitcoin, it's uh, going back up. Uh, the, the, I'm uh, confident. That's, that's what people say. Um, <laughs> Who's people? Uh, Sean Hannity. Yeah, no uh, cryptocurrency people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. People who've like They're like where, where did it come go? March? It'll be like fifty thousand dollars. I found one the other day. I found a little piece of one. Oh, really? I forgot I'd had. Oh, like oh yeah. Oh, this is worth five. To, oh, all right, spend it. Oh, did you spend it? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Did you bring some for everybody? Yeah, sure. You did, it's out in the car. Yeah. Did you bring a, a hitman for everybody? <laughs> is it, that's what you used it for, right? Hitman? Yes. yes. No, you can't get hitmen. Uh, you, you're looking on the wrong web. Um, Darren says that Trump took credit for record-breaking uh, last year. He needs to take the blame for the falls. Obama made a point of never taking credit for the success because his office uh, knew he'd get the blame. That's yeah. true. Well, and that, that's just a sign of just basic maturity. You know? Or... A tiny bit of understanding of the political landscape, uh, of, of which the current guy is a game show host who doesn't have a game show anymore, right? And thinks you know you hype people up, um, right? No, he's very good at that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, everybody, it has to be a beer. Um, no, I drink wine. No, 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 it has to be a beer. I don't do hard spirits anymore, or just or it's or just as are as are known in common parlance, spirits. <laughs> <laughs> I mixed up hard liquor and spirits. I went hard um, spirits. So Michael Binhock doesn't like beer, so that means it's a punch. Uh, okay. Jane says, does it have to be a beer? Yes, it has to be a beer. Punch. So she's punching you. Um, <laughs> Evan says, beer, new punch. I don't know, both. Uh, no. Not the face. Uh, Not my moneymaker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. You punch my back. Um, <laughs> as, yeah, just punch my spine. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, this weekend you um, your Patriots played in the Super Bowl. They're not my team. 
Uh, well, you, I don't own them. Yes, but you. Yes, just like um, you, you derive pleasure when they win. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they didn't win. They didn't win. I but did not. Der- I still derove, derive, derove, 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 derive pleasure from the game. It was a. It was fantastic. A, a nail biter. A nail biter. Yeah. Just uh, very exciting game. And you know what? Good, good on you, Eagles. Yeah, go ahead, and, go have fun. Yeah, yeah and show your civic pride by burning down sure. cars and gutting convenience stores. I think the meanest people in America are probably the Philly people. Uh, right? Why do you think that is? Because uh, you ever been to Philly? It's a city of brotherly love. It, they, that is, <laughs> that's ad that cop. Is that's irony. A, no, that is. We got to cover up a hole here. <laughs> that's look away. It is not brotherly love. They are the yeah. meanest people, but. The second meanest people are Boston people. So right, right. it was, it was the battle of, 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 the other. of mass holes and uh, megalites or whatever they're called. Yeah. Well, why do you think that people in Philly are so angry? Because it's a you live in the shadow of New York, uh-huh. and um, I don't know. I, I I don't know why people in Boston are so mean. Um, they're just a, they're a grumpy, mean, angry people. Did yeah. Um, what did you think of the the commercials? Uh, on the game like that's a, the big thing um like, uh well we're in la and i was there were a couple of commercial actors so there's a lot of like oh, i went up for that or oh that's my friend oh, like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. do you see the toyota one uh where the, it's like a a priest a monk and a, a rabbi in a, a toyota together no. going to the game I, that was that was you, you didn't get that one uh, no didn't get, <laughs> i went to the callback for that one i'm like you really you want me to be a, a monk and of course they got um you know, uh, uh, actual monk. Uh, well, he looked more monkish than me. Ah, uh, that guy's name is Aaron. I see him all the time at auditions. Oh, that fucker, that fucker. He books all the he time. Bo- he's, he's got that monk he's look. A booking machine. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got like, I. It made me really mad. Uh, like the the some of the ads, like the Dodge ad where they were using the Martin Luther King. I speech. missed that one too. Uh, it was just like ridiculous. Like it, it makes you hate. Dodge for like doing. Oh, I already that. hate Dodge. You, you, well, and you, then you, you're. I was already there with you. And then Hyundai had one where they're like, uh, we showed, we pulled people out of the game to. I show, saw that one. Yeah, yeah, to show them videos of of cancer survivors that that only survive because Hyundai gives money to cancer. It was a reach. Research. It was a stretch. It was a, yeah, and just like yeah. So every time you buy a Hyundai, know that you're gonna cure a kid with cancer. Okay, so they pulled. They Fuck were at Hyundai. security to get in the game. Do you think Never. it was like like the day before? Like there's events going on. I mean, they they that wasn't literally earlier that day. No, that people are like, wait, I want to go see the Super Bowl. I yeah. paid twelve hundred dollars a ticket. Right. Uh, no, no, come come be a part of this. Uh, you know, interactive yeah. uh, ad for a car. Yeah, like I, I think I, that was the day before. I think that was arena football from like twenty five twenty. Well, they said the Super Bowl, like, they? and they were at their arena. But I I think it's like a week's worth of events going on there. Oh, I don't maybe. think it's just I, the game. Right, right. You know, that like, makes sense. You run around on the field, but still, it was making me just. I was angry. I am shocked at how uh, tone deaf advertising has become. Yeah. Because no one watches it anymore. Uh, I, I don't. I, it, it, it's been a year since I saw that many ads. Yeah, it's everything's true. on the. Uh, I'm a fan of Netflix. Oh, really? As is the rest of this household. <laughs> so, uh, what did you think of the the big an- announcement during the Super Bowl that the Cloverfield uh, paradox would be airing right after the game? Really smart. Really genius. Yeah. So, um, but I was still going to watch This Is Us. So. 
didn't, you know, didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, you've got your Kleenex box, and you're uh, just like ready. What is that show? Uh, it it is. A, it's a Hallmark. It's a card. crying machine. Yeah, yeah. I I, just, I don't I don't get it. If you have no no emotionality in your household and your day to day, watch This Is Us, and you just get it all out. Feel something. Feel it's, something. It's like an well. emotional douche. Yeah. Or, or a, a what's the thing that unconstipates you? Um, uh, laxative, laxative. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. an emotional laxative. Emotional laxative. Yeah, That's yeah. what I was trying to say. Uh, but it the the back to the Netflix thing. So you know yeah. they there was been all this talk that the new Cloverfield movie like was being sold for to Netflix possibly, and or that the you know Paramount was supposed to distribute it and um um and but it also had been delayed and they didn't know what the name was uh-huh. and. It was a complete secret. Like Ava De- DeVernay, De- Ava DeVernay, the director of A Wrinkle in Time. Okay. She posted like, oh, you know, there's going to be a great, cr- incredible movie news during the, the, uh, the show. She, or did, during the, she didn't the, know. The Super Bowl. Well, she might have. But the point is that they kept that the name secret, the air date secret, like everything about yes. Cloverfield secret until... Yes. Wait, the director didn't know? Oh, my. Somebody I know who works there. Just who, who, the, who do you know who works there? Um, it, it is, uh, what, it's just, you know, it's Reed Hastings. He's, he's here in the house getting some coffee. Well, it's, they're following the music business, which the marketing is completely flipped, where you would spend months of teaser campaigns, then, you know, a trailer, then uh, billboard, brick and mortar, right. and then blah, blah, blah. This is just. Dump it out and get everyone excited, and then that's how Beyonce's records come out. Right, right, right. and it, it. I think it's genius. It got people really excited about it on Twitter. Like people are just going nuts. Yes, and, and then like hundreds of thousands of people during the game put it in their Netflix queue. Yes, which is amazing. Success. Su- huge Someone success. should get a a basket of mini muffins at Netflix for that I know. idea. <laughs> Somebody should. And, An edible arrangement and is on like, its way. I can't believe that like a a marketing entity that big kept it quiet. Like, oh, it's like a cult over there. Yeah, they'll like, they're they're crazy. Yeah, uh, like my my the person who Reed Hastings over here wouldn't tell me what the name of the movie was. Like you know, yeah, and and uh, no leaks. And sure enough, I saw it uh, right after the the game. You didn't watch This Is Us. Didn't and I? I put it in my you, queue. I dipped in. I, no, I dipped out. And is it good? Uh, no, oh, it's not uh, good. Okay, no, <laughs> that's what I, I heard. It's like it was the the smartest thing to do with a mediocre movie with where you could generate a bunch of hype about it. I love you know? that because I'm mediocre, and if I had that kind of hype around me, God you knows what go, I could do. Oh, you get punched so hard <laughs> by so many people, it'd be amazing. Yes, uh, but yeah, it was a great way to to get people. Excited Marketing about is it. the new black. Yeah, and I think we're get, we're seeing a whole new way of, of putting out movies. I think it's it's going to continue to be difficult to put out movies that like that because there are just so many people involved. Um, True, and you can't always like keep the director in the dark about when their movies. I can't believe the director didn't even know. Yeah, but that's I, I have heard of it. Like, and if it had been dumped in the theaters, I, I don't even know what's out. Like, I don't. Yeah, I, I am. Part of the problem that marketers have is I don't watch linear television, so I don't watch any commercials. Right. I'm also not on Facebook, which is another way they're oh, they're, they're traditionally targeting fewer you with people, ads. Fewer and fewer people on Shh, Facebook. I own Facebook stock. It's taking a dump. Well, um, why do you why do you buy a product that you don't use? Like, why don't you just buy? Do you also have? Phil, I, I like I have Philip Morris. Stock yeah, and I own Exxon. I don't. You, I buy. You I, don't I, drive a car. No, I use a different brand gas. Oh yeah, yeah. You only use Shell. <laughs> yeah, Shell, I'm a Shell man. Yeah. 
but yeah, I made a lot of money off Crocs. You'd never see me in a Croc. <laughs> I did. Yeah. We, wait, are you in an investors group with like a bunch of women? Like no, you know it, I mean? this this woman editrix said it's it's going to go up because look, it's hit this floor. It's it, it's <clears throat> stable at this number, so you should buy now because uh-huh. the earnings right. report's going to come so on. That you heard it here first, everybody. Buy Crocs. No, they they took a dump, but I sold half of them and made most of my money. But they've been oh, most yeah. of your money. So you lost money. No, I made, yes, I lost a little money, but I made most of it back. Okay. That, that's, that's a win in investing. <laughs> I only lost a little. But, you know, you had fun. You went to the casino. You, met, oh, yeah, you had free drinks. Yeah, yeah, oh, wait. Got no, a you shrimp didn't. cocktail. I just sat at my computer and went, oh, oh, fuck. Well, looks like I'm, how late can you retire? Well, I will say that if you're going to see a movie in the theater, everybody should watch uh, Paddington 2. It is like one of the best movies I've seen really? in years. Yeah, okay. it's, it's fantastic. Okay, uh, I, I like. There's this amazing, like, amazingly beautiful sequence that where I was just weeping throughout. Huh. Yeah, like it was great. It was um, great actors in it. Like you know, Peter, Hugh Laurie. Uh, no, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. And Hugh, greatish Hugh Bonneville. Hugh Bon. I know there's a Hugh in it. Yeah. Oh, two Hughes. Definitely yeah. two Hugh. And uh, Sally Hawkins of sure. Shape of Water. And sure. Ben yeah. Wishaw does the voice of Paddington. He's he plays Q in the James Bond movies. Oh, he's fantastic. And uh, okay. And then, but then there's like, like uh, uh, who's? Uh, oh my God, I, I'm blanking. The guy from. Describe him. Uh, he he's white a, guy. White guy, English. <laughs> English. No, he's Irish. Uh, James Sean uh, Connery. He he played Mad Eye uh, Moody in the the um, Brendan Gleeson. Brendan Gleeson. Yes, uh, from In Bruges. From In Bruges, and uh, um, uh, like Peter Capaldi. You know, one of I, the, you're just gonna, you, Doctor Who. <laughs> okay, Who? you're naming every British actor. No, seriously, every British actor is in there. Gary like, Oldman's in it. Gary Oldman's Play, in there playing, playing Daniel Day Lewis, and Daniel Day Lewis is in it playing Gary Oldman. Oh, uh, well, actually, Daniel Day Lewis is playing Winston Churchill. Uh, oddly enough, well, he's gonna do. A, he's gonna make the making of the Winston Churchill movie where he plays Gary Oldman playing right uh, Winston Churchill. Uh, but it was. I don't know. What, like I was like, why aren't more people seeing this movie? Of course, it's doing great at the yeah. box office because I don't know these things. But yes. but I don't. It's it's the highest rated movie in Rotten Tomatoes history. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Then you just going to kids movies alone on the weekends, or did uh, you take kids? Uh, no, I went with the four like oh, yeah. four adults going. Oh, yeah. wonderful! Yeah, mm. and all of us were crying. Oh, so. good. Um. Peter W.G. said, I watched the Cloverfield Paradox this morning between emails and a chest cold. Sorry to hear about that. It was a six at best. That's generous, Peter. Um, it had some interesting concepts, but ultimately was a huge mess. The cr- crazy thing is there's Zhang Zi. She's the, the Chinese actress. She's like a movie star in China. Okay. You've, you've seen her before in sure. movies. I was in China. I think I saw her there. Yeah, yeah. She's she chi- was, sort of Chinese walking, looking, yeah, yeah. small. Black hair. Black hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, she had red hair. Oh, oh wait. No, she had black hair. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> so she's in the movie. How come there are no Chinese gingers? Uh, there are. They they they, they they hide them away in they the hide uh, them away. G- Ginger Chan yeah, <laughs> province. They're, they're like the Uyghurs and the redheads going to <laughs> prison camps together. Um, Chinese ginger. There are though. Curiously, in the East, I've never seen one uh, in in the in the West. Um, mm. But so she's this Chinese actress is in in this movie. She's speaking Chinese. Uh huh. Throughout the whole movie, and everyone's just talking to her, like, you know, responding back in English. Okay, that's funny. 
Yeah, it's like it's like she's R two D two, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's like, wh- what were you thinking? Like, why not? You couldn't find a Chinese actress to, to to speak English. You couldn't teach her to speak like English. Like, there's no. Wait, reason did you for understand it. what she was saying? Because of the subtitles. Yeah, I there could. was subtitles. Yeah. Okay. I don't. So, what's the problem? Why did they? Like why? Why did they put her in the movie? Because they make movie. We make movies for China now. I don't uh, yeah. know if you've noticed. Well, then, then everyone should be speaking Chinese, or well, but they want an. They want uh, it. Also, has to be for America and Euro- the European world. Right. So it has to have. But it also has to make sense, though. Like why? No, can't... no, no. no. I'm, oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a little tone, a little task with that right there. I don't. Yeah. It, the, Transformers makes no sense, but there are these like plot contrivances that you realize oh well chinese audiences you know they're not into monsters they're into ghosts there there's there there are certain things that you know not not just culturally but also to get past the state to to get your film into uh into china so yes they throw it for no reason a native speaking chinese person into a movie that's yeah. that that's not narrative that's i mean you know when when the first jackie chan movie was the big the big brawl i guess and uh, he, Jackie Chan, came to the U.S. in 1980 or whatever it was, didn't speak a lick of English, and just learned everything phonetically. All his dialogue is just huh. phonetic. Yeah. He was like ABBA, you know. <laughs> oh, they don't know what they're saying? Uh, uh, originally, I, I don't think they did. Huh. Yeah. I could... Uh, That's kind of how when I speak Chinese, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just like... And same thing about the Chinese people. They have yeah, no idea they're like, what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it. Try again. <laughs> you go real quiet towards the end because yeah. you're like, I forgot I the last two words. Something... <laughs> um, Michael Binhock said that uh, Philly also destroyed the hitchhiking robot, which we talked about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was a... The, a Somebody basically put an iPhone in a mannequin sure. and had it hitchhiking across the country. Where, sure. And um, it made it all the way through Canada, but then when it got to Philly, it just got destroyed. It's sort of nice because it's nice for me as a Bostonian because you, you always, you know, they're, they're kind of, there is a term mass hole for a reason. Yeah, like where, you know, that's the. Their that's teams the, win and they go out of the streets. They grease the light poles when the, after the playoffs. Game when the Red Sox won the World Series, and it didn't stop people from climbing light poles. Exactly. Well, yeah. come on, that's a r- rookie move there. Right. Uh, put some sandpaper on your legs. I, I think a girl was killed in the partying afterwards because they just went bananas around Fenway Park. Like they're kind of monsters, and it's nice to see it. Another city kind of show off what kind of monsters well. I think they are. that's why I was really upset when LA got a an NFL team. You know, now we have two. Yeah, because. God forbid they get good and make you know win a Super have a lot of cash on hand because there's going to be uh, some houses for sale yeah, <laughs> after the, people have burned them to the ground. Yeah, yeah, just no, just so it's completely property. burned to the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, just two point eight million. Yeah. It's, it's 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 got good bones. It's got good bones. Like no, I literally can see them. Um, good time to buy a house. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that couple that tortured their thirteen kids. Yeah. Is that house on the market yet? Because I'm. <laughs> I think that's a nice area. Uh, Walnut, California? No, no, it's Paris. Paris, Paris California. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's off the 210? Um, no, it's actually off the 15, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you're halfway to Big Bear. Uh, well, it's to, closer to San Diego. It's on the other oh, side. Oh, it's down. So, oh, yeah. well, you're halfway to San Diego. Oh, beautiful. San Diego. It's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful fixer. Place. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like who would want to be in that house? I would. I'd flip it. You'd flip it. Yeah. You'd, you'd be like, oh, you just put, you slap some paint on this, and um, yeah, 
you just you know all the those aren't cuff marks uh, feces that, that <laughs> you just hose it down uh, like sleep 16 comfortably <laughs> actually 15 yeah right? um I want to just give a shout, a shout out to John Mahoney. He passed away yesterday at the age of seventy-seven. Steppenwolf member, and uh, and also, uh, uh, what was he in? Uh, Fraser's dad, and and uh, he was Fraser's dad, and say anything, say anything, dad, and uh, and he was in Steppenwolf. He was in something I really liked. He was on a TV show I used to like. Not the band Steppenwolf, the theater company yeah, yeah, in Chicago. Yes, but a fantastic actor and wonderful. Um. Yeah, I believe a really nice. I guy. believe it's okay to say now, but he he was a gay man. Oh, was he? I yes. Didn't know that. Oh, yes. Oh, didn't didn't seem it seemed very very like a cranky dad. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting, the acting craft and like, huh? That doesn't seem like a like a gay man. But there you uh, go. Yeah. Well, um, he, he, a wonderful actor. Yeah, fantastic actor. He will be uh, missed, but. When I heard that he died at seventy-seven, I was like, "What was he like? Thirty when he did like F- Frasier? Like no, he's like in his fifties? Yeah, but I guess he just always looked seventy. Yes, you know? he had that look. Yeah, but um, he didn't start acting until he was thirty-seven. Really? Yep. Wow. I read that on the Reddit today. Like, good, good for him. You know what? Yeah. And good for anybody. You, yeah. you can do it anytime as long as you start before you're forty. Oh, geez. don't don't try anything new after forty. Oh, I'm gonna be a chef. No, you're not. Get back to work. Oh, how sad. Oh. Yeah, but that's... Yeah. I I, uh, I tire of the... Uh, well, I was... Uh, at 10, I was discovered at a mall, and then when I was 12, I starred in E.T., and then, you know, I was on... T- like, I, I, I like people who had a life before getting into stupid acting. Yeah. It seems like he, 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 there was something else there. But I also appreciate when, when actors also, like... Child actors go on and, like study and and like do interesting things with their lives yes. you know like um like the girl from big bang theory uh doesn't she yeah. have a phd yeah uh, yeah 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 uh and there's more to the world than acting yeah exactly um even though i don't agree with everything that that woman says what wait what did she say mariam bialik she had some weird thing about vaccines or oh, something. i'm no, talking no, at my ass no, so no, don't no, don't no, no, no. <clears throat> don't she's, quote me on it but i was she was doing talking about parenting and it just seemed a little weird but uh so tell me what a deep fake is Stephen. a what is it deep fake deep fakes deep fakes what what is deep fakes i think it's only like a few weeks old this whole controversy uh it's a piece of software that some kids created that you take a piece of video and then you marry it to a bunch of images, like if you went on a Google search and you took Nick Nicholas Cage's picture, uh, it sits there and uses machine learning and puts Nicholas Cage's face on the uh, video. Well, and the to, face of the person. So in the video. machine learning, what what it basically does is it matches one face to the other, sort of maps it on top of it, yes, itself, on on another image, and so it takes. You you have to feed it like several different like a, a a clip where it has tons of angles of both faces, uh, of that you know the what it's being put on and what yes you have to put it. like hundreds of photos and then or or um, a or clip, video or yeah. video um, and then it just iterates and iterates and iterates and basically it it learns how to and the longer you do it the more it it's supposed to look yeah it's more something like. 
three hours minimum for like yeah. 120 frames. And yeah. Like it, it, some go like 12 hours. So it's it's fascinating. People have put, you know, Nicolas Cage's uh, face into every, well, every video well, clip. Let's back up a second. It, it began as a way to put famous actresses' faces on porn actors so that some nerd... Wait, what? So some nerd somewhere could see Daisy Ridley uh, get fucked. So they, this, this, this is what drives the market and innovation is nerds going... Wouldn't it be great if you could see Daisy Ridley getting fucked? And like, great, I have this video of an actress that looks somewhat like Daisy Ridley. There is an endless supply of photos of Daisy Ridley. No, video dump clips. them, dump yeah. them into the deep, deep fake app. Wait twelve hours, and look at that. I mean, I, I showed you the Natalie Portman one. It looks exactly like Natalie Portman on this this nude model. Yes, I mean, so, very clo- very close. Yeah. Yes, I. It's it's hard to tell. They they actually did. They redid the uh, Princess Leia from Rogue One, and it was it was impressive. Right. So they yeah they they took the yeah like if in Rogue One Princess Leia looks so it's so jarring when yeah. you see her, and so then they they fixed it <clears throat> using deepfakes. Um, yeah, deepfakes, and it looks so much more natural. Yes, it's the weirdest thing. So what drives it is first pornography, like oh wouldn't it be great if I could put. Oh, I saw one that really upset me. It was the little girl from Game of Thrones. Jesus Christ. And I was like, uh, no, 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 no. But you, you take an actress above the age of 18 and you marry to porn and then nerds get excited and then everyone goes, what is this program? And everyone starts, you, you could do it yourself. It's only available for Windows, so I couldn't do it because I have a Mac. Yeah. And then the second iteration is, is uh, the Nick Cage phase, where they just put Nicolas Cage's face onto Indiana Jones, they put it onto Lois uh, in uh, Man of Steel. Like they they dropped his face into a bunch of movie clips, and then that's great. And then the third phase is revenge, and so they're now taking Oof. Facebook photos of their high school friends Oof. and putting them on porn actresses that, and putting it up like oh, just this stuck up bitch. And they take her face and oh, it's like. It just snowballed in like three weeks from, wow, that's a really cool piece of technology to, uh, we got to start pulling these down. And this is like, what's the legality of, uh, forget about the morality, but yeah. of taking your underage high school friend's face and putting it on a porn. piece of porn and yeah. then distributing it. Like, oh, these these were things that I did not have to deal with as a young man. No, no. And it's <laughs> only going to get uh, worse. I mean, it will be be weird because then I think what they'll do is they'll they'll take uh, an actor who looks vaguely like somebody who passed away and then they'll they'll have them act in a movie and, sure. then, and then deep fake it. So like it, it it is fascinating technology and it I think it is a it is a an interesting application of it. Um but like you said like porn drives it. Porn drives everything. It's just like porn drove the internet and porn drove Whatever porn is doing, we should all follow because they they sniff out the money and they they have a very uh, fickle customer base. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how you're going to make money doing deep fakes. So, well, I, there's some application for it. There's got to be some uh, aside from Princess Leia died. Have yeah. someone who looks like her. I mean, they did it in in Rogue One. They just didn't do it very well. Yeah. Absolutely. Grand uh, tar- tar- Motif, whatever his name is. Gr- gr- uh, the, the bad guy in Rogue One. Who's the oh. Peter Cushing's character from Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looked weird to me. It looked terrible. Yeah. 
but it was a guy who sort of looked like him and then they they, they added uh his face on in post but i don't know there's there's something innovative and creative there you could um you could make a new character in a movie that you, you, I, i've seen some some uh, it's called derp face it's a subreddit where ones that went wrong Oh, right. Uh, like somebody tried to put like a Pikachu on their face and right. it looks weird. Like you could do like, wow, that's a unique looking monster in a movie. Like the Pikachu, <laughs> half guy, half Pikachu. Right, right. Like you could you could use it creatively once the uh, once everyone gets the point. Oh, yeah. The point Imagine if you want. Yeah. If you were like a, a, a brony or whatever, you could put a My Little Pony on your face. And, exactly. Or put your face on My Little Pony. Yeah. And then just. Whatever. Or just, you know. You you have a grandchild. They never saw their grandmother, and you could take pictures of her and put it over some woman. And oh, that okay. That's that's too creepy. That's too creepy. I'm right, just stick right. to. I'm just going to put all the. I'm the, trying to think of wholesome all things. All the women and, in, and not who like, rejected all the girls who rejected me in high school. I'm going to not I'm, like going to uh, be running my computer. Hold on, let me make like a little folder of all the uh, ex girlfriends yeah. I had their faces. Not ex girlfriends, just w- girls that rejected yeah, girls that rejected me, and these are ex girlfriends, and I put them. Yeah, I'm trying to think wholesomely. No. And creatively, not, no, my mind is not in the gutter. Um, Tyson just rewatched Moonstruck, and John Mahoney has a great monologue in that film. And Evan just saw it say anything last night, coincidentally. Oh and, no, um, he's never going to get that check, that residual. Oh, passed away. Oh. But John uh, Mahoney, well, okay, say anything. I have a problem with. I li- love that movie, but he's a stalker, right? Who's a stalker? Uh, John, John Mahoney, C- John Cusack. Well, sure. Yeah. You have to be a little bit of a stalker to, to yeah. say into the mic. So you have to be a little bit. You have to. No, women want to be chased. They uh-huh. want to be wanted. Uh huh. <laughs> but then you don't think women want want a, a pursuit in some uh, uh, yeah. in some deep okay. level. There's a, it's five in the morning. There's a man. There's a guy playing Phil Collins. Oh no! What a Peter Gabriel in front of my shame on you. I know. Jeez. I, <laughs> if okay. he was playing Phil Collins, then I would. Yeah, he's a stalker. Yeah, he's playing against all odds with the boombox. Uh, like, Shut up. How does it go again? I thought you said you. Everyone knows the words. I don't know the words. Yeah. Take a look at me now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anymore, we have to pay a residual or yeah yeah zip it. Oh, but if somebody, would if somebody, if a boy showed up at your, like from your daughter's, like who dropped out of high school shows up. Call 911. uh, Playing Susu Studio (laughs) on a boombox. Yeah, boombox. Like what? Um, kids today must be like, what is he holding up? Is that like a, is that like a Google Home? Like, no, it's a portable stereo that. Oh, I would just turn on the sprinklers and call the cops. Yeah. Okay. But that's that your problem. Said, that's I, your problem with I it. I love that movie. So, um, Cameron Crowe, Cameron Crowe, John Cusack, Ioni Sky, and Mahone, and the Mahones. The Mahones. Um, yeah, I forgot he was in that. He's a very good character actor. Yeah, and he's he's the one who goes to prison. Oh right, he's embezzling or something. Yeah, well, uh, spoilers yeah. if you've not seen an eighties yeah. rom com or whatever it is. Yeah, he's right. He's laundering money basically. Yeah. Uh, it feels like seventy seven is young. For some reason, especially like a Hollywood person, oh, yeah. like he's pro- like they they take care of themselves because they have to look good on the camera and they're they're around uh, the best healthcare in the country. It seems like seventy seven is a, a tad on the young side, but maybe that's me. And it's because my dad's eighty five and or eighty four. He's, he's still robust, right? Sure. Um, 
also Uma Thurman was in the news. She came, finally came out and uh, told her story to the New York Times. She uh, can't act? She finally admitted it? She finally admitted it. I'm she, not really that good? Uh, is she not that good? What was she great in? Like, what is, what's the great Uma Thurman thing? Uh, my yeah. superhero my crazy ex superhero girlfriend? Yeah. No. No? Not really. Uh I yeah, I didn't really like her in Kill Bill only because she looked like she couldn't do her stunts. Like she like everyone around her is like fighting and she's like is so gangly looking. Yes. I, I did not believe her as a fighter. Huh. But what um, like what's what uh, yes, pulp fiction. Uh, not would, pulp fiction, Kill Bill, right? No, but I'm uh, saying like oh, everyone knows fiction. her for like Oh, yes. she was good in pulp fiction. Yeah. 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 Everyone was good in it because it was like a, a insanely unique script and a a guy who had waited his whole life to make this weird fucking movie that yeah. we all loved but like what why is she so great what's her what's her thing uh, never had like she's never been nominated for an award or anything i don't know i don't know all right there's no way to find out but she did come out um and, and <laughs> there's no way to find out. i'm like no there's a way to find out <laughs> she, oh wait she was uh, assaulted, uh, according to her, she was assaulted by Harvey Weinstein. No. Yes. They were, they, he they cannot were catch a break. for a long time. He cannot then, catch a break. And then he he apparently, like, yeah. I'm put, starting to think put, Hollywood himself, people are not so good. But he denies it. He said. <gasps> he yeah, does. His, his spokesperson said that At this point, what, like, just like, say. What you, why are you lying? I mean, why are we even denying it? I would, like, I would improv it. i go, <laughs> yes, and I also... Uh, uh, Name someone else that we haven't heard of yet, uh, like, and her too. Yeah, John Mahoney. Yeah, John Mahoney. I, I, I diddled him on the set of uh, yeah. <laughs> Say Anything. Uh, oh, poor Harvey. Well, but yeah, but why is he denying? Why is he even saying anything about it? Just shut the fuck up. And like, I, I don't. What, I, what, he's a piece of garbage. I'm glad he's gone, but I don't think there's a way to pivot back. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's a mea culpa strong enough. The in the Dan Harmon Louis C.K. I'm a bad person and I I took advantage of my my power and um, blah blah. Like I don't think there's any. He he's in another. He's a monster. Like there's monsters can't come back. Like I don't think Dan Harmon is a monster. Right. I think he's a confused, fat, smart, and angry man as is Louis C.K. But Harvey Weinstein's just. He's a, he's a sociopath. Yeah. He's he's Tony Soprano. And at the end of that six seasons, they realized you can't cure a sociopath. Like, he probably just needs to go to jail. Um, needs the structure of, <laughs> structure of prison. The other more interesting story that Uma Thurman uh, told was about uh, working on Kill Bill yes. and working with Quentin Tarantino. And uh, how wonderful he is, and, and how he's so giving and yeah, nurturing and, like, to actors. And, at one point in the movie, she gets spat on the face, and apparently that was Quentin Tarantino who did that. Oh. And then at one point, she's being choked by a chain, and apparently Tarantino was on the other end of that chain, yanking it uh, to to uh, increase the tension on that chain, which okay. um, I, I, I don't think... The implication is that it wasn't... Uh, it wasn't were the cameras rolling, or is yes, it, is, yeah. it's his lunch? But it, was, but it wasn't well communicated, you oh, know, oh. Like the, the boundaries of what was happening. Didn't Werner Herzog pull a gun on uh, Klaus Kinski in a movie? Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, I think it was the other way around. Or someone pulled a gun on someone. Like it's it, crazy. Or, no, I think uh, Klaus Kinski was going to hire, the crew was going to hire someone to kill Werner Herzog um, oh on the God. shooting of it. And then there, he there, was just like, I'll do it. I'm not. I'm not excusing anyone's behavior. I. I was and. 
not to be Hollywood guy, but I was a part of something where there was going to be a, a, a gag, a stunt, and I it was being half-assed, and I put my fucking foot down. I said, I- I'm not shooting this. Like, I, I don't feel confident that, that everyone is safe, and we've tested this, and that poor girl that was killed on that stupid Lifetime movie about something, I don't know, on the train tracks. I don't know what the movie was about. It's like some biopic. But she was a camera assistant sent out to you know, to go film something on a, on a train tracks and they didn't stop the train and they forgot to tell her and she got killed. Oh, Making, yeah, yeah, Whatever yeah. her name is. Yeah, I yeah. forgot her name. That was yeah. in Louisiana, that, right? Or somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere awful. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I totally forgot my point. Uh, I'm sure it was good. Uh, w- but it, so... Uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen Fitzcarraldo, see Fitzcarraldo. Fitzcarraldo's where he pulled the gun. So they're very, they're very tense uh, working places and yeah maybe tarantino went a little too far i don't know i don't um, he wanted realism he well, wanted a really but the, the other part is that uh there was a stunt car which had not been fully rigged up um didn't have all the safety restraints in there yes and he um uh, wanted her to drive uh drive down this bumpy yes. dusty road in the, in the carmen Ghia at the end of Kill Bill. Uh, Kill Bill. And yes. he said, you, ha- you have to keep it over 40 miles an hour because we, uh, we want the hair going, the wind sure, going through sure, your hair, sure. and it has to look a certain way, and if you don't go that speed, I'm just going to make you do it again. Right. This is according to her. And so she reluctantly got in there, and there was a, a camera mounted in the car behind yes. her, yes. and she lost control and crashed into a tree. I saw and, it, yeah. And yeah, and uh, she permanent, according to her, she permanently damaged her knees and, and back, and um, and she fought for 15 years to get that footage. Ah. And finally, they, uh, Quentin Tarantino gave it to her. Uh, Miramax would only give it to her if she indemnified them. And, like, sure, sure, sure. Them sure. Of any wrongdoing. Uh, and then just yesterday, or today, he was interviewed in uh, Deadline, and uh, Tarantino was. And he said that, I'm guilty for putting her in that car, but not, not the way that people are saying I'm guilty of it. It's mm. my. It's the biggest regret of my life getting her to do that stunt. There are certain things I I can't get too far in the weeds on, but I will ask uh, answer any questions. Okay, um, you have about it. Wow, that's kind of an. What's apology? up with your hair, dude? <laughs> <laughs> what's why, why are you? What's what's like, you in the feet? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I saw it, and I uh, I assumed that was like a rigged car in that shot. Like meaning yeah, she hits hard in that. Tr- well, tr- I mean, like the, you can rig a car. To a car behind it, so it looks like the person's driving, right? And so a stunt driver who knows that what they're doing, but they just put—they uh, were probably following her, but they put a camera in a car and just sent her off on like a, a sandy road where they were shooting, and she lost control. And yeah, it's even on big movies, there people aren't. Well, it's uh, not the safest workplace. And apparently, uh, they were, according to Uma Thurman, they were very pressed for time, and he was very frustrated yes. by the stunt people being careful. Yes. Uh, so fuck uh, that that pisses me off um, and I understand like you said like it gets really stressful on the set yes, we were like we're gonna you know this we only have one day to do this and I'm right. like I, I, I we're rehearsing it and rehearsing it and I'm like this is not this is not what's supposed to happen. It's going to like, nope, yeah. I'm not like, and then I'm suddenly like Vic Morrow and two children get cut in two by a helicopter. From, uh, what was the movie? Twilight Zone. No one saw the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to be the guy. I'm not going to be deposed in six months for some stupid show where you're like, oh yeah, we blinded some guy with, uh, you know, cause we didn't test blah, blah, blah. Like, nope, I'm not. I, 
I, I'm putting my foot down. I'm calling fucking OSHA. Right. I mean, I was serious. Yeah. And they were no, like, okay, 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 just calm down. I'm like, no, yeah, th- yeah. there is like the inertia to get it done. Right. And time is always, you know, even on a big movie. This was not a big movie, but they, they're like, time is money. You got to get it done. And actors are often put into positions or, sure. or crew people, that poor, poor lady who yeah. got killed. Like, yeah. it's not worth getting killed over. Like, a stunt person. I feel bad, like the Walking Dead person, but that's that's their their role. Is a, to, yeah, and yeah. obviously you want to minimize all risk, but yeah, and if there's negligence, then, there's right, negligence. Right. Like like, but a stunt person knows, like, nope, I'm not ready to do this. Right, this uh, we're not prepared. Right, they'll you know, and, unless that person is Jackie Chan, and like, well, yeah, yeah. exactly. And he, but he breaks his leg and then fucks yeah. up. You know, a he movie. has a hole in his skull. You know, oh my god, armor of God. So the takeaway is don't get in the movies. <laughs> It's a bad, yeah, it's it's a bad business. Yeah, or even Uma Thurman has to do things. No, she doesn't just make want. sure you're on a set with Steve Cougar because he will look out for you. Uh, I, no, I won't. But um, I just, okay. But getting back to deep fakes, who would you want to see? Who would, who would you do? Like what? What if you were to do one deep fake? What would you do? I would take Mel Gibson and I'd put him on uh, what's his face his na- uh, face on uh, Fury Road. Oh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Well, you can't see his face anyway. Yeah, uh, easy to do with with a mask. I would take Tom Hardy from Batman, and I'd put him with the mask on um, uh, Tom Cruise's face in uh, the uh, the courtroom movie. Um, yeah, you can't handle. You the can't truth. handle the truth. All the, presi- called, all the president's men. It's, it's called you can't you handle can't, the truth. You, handling the truth. <laughs> That's the musical version coming to Broadway this summer. Truth handling. <laughs> truth, truth handling apostrophe. Yeah. I would just put, I would put Bane on everybody's face. This is a man standing in front of a girl. That's uh, love. At, no, what? That's not That's love. Actually, That's nodding, the other one. Hill, nodding, nodding Hill. Nodding, nodding Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what I would do. You cannot handle the truth. What, I'm sorry. What was that? What was that? Uh, Colonel Nathan Jessup. Nathan Jessup, something like that. I am not saying it fast enough. Like, come on, let's pick up the dialogue. There's a lot of words in this thing. Do you think Tom Hardy could breathe in that? And Chris Nolan was like, no, leave it on. He's like, oh, I'm being choked. I'm being Quentin Tarantino. Worse than Tarantino. I don't know. That, I'd probably do that. That'd be fun because I love that movie. But you know, Mel Gibson is a um, what's the word? Asshole. Ra- racist. <laughs> That's two words. Asshole. Racist. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. He got a second. He he pivoted back. Uh, yeah. Well, because he stayed he stayed out, away. Stayed. Yeah. He also made a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. He owns the Passion of the Christ. Yeah. Meaning he financed it, and it's one of the most successful independent movies. So he's got. Hundreds and hundreds of yeah. millions of dollars. That, so yeah, he, I know somebody who worked on a um, a movie with him, and like it was, uh, we were soldiers, I think. Is, okay, and there's you know a lot of hanging out on the set, and, sure. and like my this guy I knew was like talking about how he had to get car insurance, and then like Muggenson was like, "What's that?" Like he doesn't know what car insurance is. Well, because he he doesn't have it because he can afford to pay anything. Oh. Yeah, or I'm sure he had it, but maybe I think just, you have to have it. Yeah, by law you have to have it, but but I'm sure I don't know. Or, Somebody takes care of it. Yeah, well. yeah. But also, the idea of being like you know he has as much money like he has deep pockets. Yes, you know. But he did also go 
to like to directing movies to Apocalypto and sure. and where there was gonna no movie stars in that at all. Sure. And then Passion of the Christ, where it's like, hey, I'm just doing the Bible, yo. Yeah. Um, don't get mad at me. Uh, and then, but he did say like all the Jews, the Jews are responsible for all wars. Like he said that to someone. Um, yeah. I mean, we are, but well, not Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that was on the Vietnamese people. Yeah. Except our products. Uh, yeah. He and I, I forgot that he was uh, screaming at one of his girlfriends and said, "Quote: I hope you get raped by a pack of niggers." Um, that that floated around like, and somehow. He's in a Will Ferrell comedy years later. Like, ooh, I don't. I think today he'd be. Uh, that that's a that's a permanent timeout. I think you're done. Is it? I guess not. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I I all I completely believe in forgiveness, and he hasn't no, I don't. said anything that shitty recently. Well, he blamed decade. he he wisely said I was drinking. Right. I'm I, I have I'm sick. Right. Which is a great, well, ex- so a great maybe, excuse. But maybe he hasn't been drinking and maybe he's gotten better hmm. about it. So, or maybe that there's some truth to that. Uh, I hope so because I... You get know, better, Mel. We're rooting better, for you. Yeah. I'm, and I have to say, like seeing Hugh Grant in this movie, like... He, well, what did he do? Well, he... he Cheated on his girlfriend? Yeah, he solicited yeah, cheats a, on their a girlfriend. prostitute. She yeah. seems like a nightmare. And, well, he's apparently like... He's not, a sex addict. Uh, well, he's also supposedly not a nice guy. I hmm. think that you know, uh, John Stewart said that he was a terrible guest huh. on the Daily Show. Okay, and he acquitted himself quite nicely in this Paddington Two. Oh, good. Yeah, Hugh he was, Grant. Hugh, Hugh Grant. I think playing a foppish villain suits him. Hmm. <clears throat> That's how I would describe him to someone. Who's Hugh Grant? You know that foppish villainous guy? Oh, Hugh Grant. Oh, yes. yeah. Um, a sketchy Colin Firth. Do you listen to Pod Save America? Yes. Oh. I just started. Oh, yeah? Yes. So this is a podcast that no one should listen to until they've listened to every single one of... Every single uh, nooner. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> this thing is called. Um, but what, what do you think of it? Uh, it's very lefty, very democratic. Um, uh-huh. You think it's fair? Uh, I like... Uh, it's funny. I, I had a very deep conversation with an old friend on a hike, and he's he's a Bostonian. I think he's a little right of center, although he's gay, so he's you know he's not a Republican. But he's people from Boston are very unique because they're very uh, very unique. They're they're unique. Okay, you don't uh-huh. need to be very. Yes, thank you. I was going to say something else, and then I I, I pivoted to unique. Uh-huh. They they have a weird conservative. Uh, foundation but then they're very liberal at at the surface um it's the first state to legalize gay marriage but they usually have like a republican governor and they're there's it's all catholics they're all they they love jesus and they're there's a sort of conservative streak in them and uh i was trying to say yeah i I, i'm open-minded about the world and i try and listen to both sides and process it myself he's like right. yeah me too you know i watch a little fox news i was like no 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 that's not a that's not a side that's uh right that's propaganda right. breitbart is just right is uh the weekly world news or the national inquirer for uh for politics for politics right. like it's it's cherry-picked like no i would a generation ago you'd listen to william f buckley right I'm like okay Read the national review who was the guy i actually worked with him and i, I can never remember his, his name he, he is dead but he used to write for uh, 
Vanity Fair, and he wrote a book about Clinton, and he's a conservative British guy. Um, God, I can't. I remember meeting him, and he was so smart. And I've uh, Richard Shrinkenspinnerton. Uh, What's his name? Anyway, we'll think of his name. Okay. Um, so I I, tr- I'm tr- I wanted to listen to something deep in the left, and I, I Pod Save America is by people who are you know entrenched in the Obama administration. It's very inside baseball. It's very sharp. Right, because uh, one, like there were people... From, John Favreau, not the fat one. Right, he's the uh, speechwriter. Speech and another guy. Obama. They're wogs, you know, right, like right. they're policy people and they like know... And they're funny. And they're very funny, which yeah. also helps, which is, the, the you know, like Fox News is not funny. They sh- they they need a fun... They need their daily show, which... Well, they tried. They oh, tried. they've been trying. Yeah. They're, they're, conservatives aren't that funny. Um, but they had Jimmy Kimmel on. on yes, a, I heard a, it on live show. Yes, and I, they I sold mean, out the Dolby. That's great. That's like four thousand seats no, to go see a podcast. They are making millions. They're making. They made like nine million dollars last year. Good for them in the first year of doing a podcast. Good. Yeah, that's crazy. Maybe we'll make one uh, dollar, one ninth. Uh, so. How was Jimmy, Mr. Kimmel? It was good. Yeah. It was, uh, it was entertaining. So they asked him why all um, late-night talk show hosts were liberal. Did but he know? said it. He offered that up. Oh, yeah. That most people... Well, it all started from a, a, uh, being attacked on Twitter saying, I miss Johnny Carson because he was apolitical. And then, of course, one of the Pod Save America people did a deep dive and found out he had a guy on during the Watergate era and said some things that were like, huh, that he actually uh, wasn't, he, he was very political, you know, in, in that time. Um, and also, who cares? Like, Johnny, who's Johnny Carson, old man? Right. Like, that, that's, that doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> but Kimmel sort of equated that most uh, late night hosts are liberal, and that's because. Being a late night host requires some intelligence. Yes, um, yeah, it requires a level of intelligence. Yeah, I, I'm ready for a uh, a right wing comedy show, but they they just they don't have where's the comedy there? Right, you know. Yeah, well, I think uh, like if you look at what Jimmy Kimmel has done um, politically, it it's all about empathy and listening and and helping others. Right, like, and which are not very conservative points of view. I mean, you could argue that helping others is, but I, I don't think that like wanting healthcare for kids is something that like, that is high on the Republican agenda, you know, obviously because they, they stalled on, on uh, funding. Well, they think that the free market will provide cheaper coverage for people, which it might. I don't, I'm, I don't know, but, but they don't, well, now you're splitting uh, conservatism and the current um, banana republic we live under with, the, with sure, our, okay. our warlord leader. Like, it, it, I, I think they all but, want the same thing. They just think that there are different ways to get there. It's um, yeah, and of course the conservatives just like jumped on Jimmy Kimmel for saying that, saying, "Look, this is, he's the the he's the Neanderthal from the Man Show. He's telling us what's funny, or, or you know, or." or that like liberals are intelligent, like, um, and then Ben Shapiro, who's a noted conservative, mm-hmm. said, "Oh, careers that ooze intelligence: rocket scientist, neurosurgeon, and number one late night talk show host who says funny things." Writers write for him. 
Um, burn. Yeah, I, I don't think that's <laughs> that's, a, the, that's, that's, that's a the problem. really weak burn. Yeah, like yeah, they're just not funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting because I remember in film school we were taking like a, do- uh, like a class on documentaries, and a kid, one of the dumbest kids I've ever met, be asked one of the smartest questions. I thought, which is, are there right wing documentaries? And of course, there are now. That uh, uh, Dinesh, whatever his name D'Souza. is. Yeah, he makes, I wouldn't call them documentaries. He's the rights version of, of Michael uh, Michael Moore. Right, he, right. It's just he attacks Hillary. And, he, and there's an audience for it. Right. And, and you're, you're editing footage in, in a way that is unfair. So does Michael Moore. Just, just like Michael ex- Moore. Exact same yeah, thing. So, exactly. yeah, they sort of exist. But um, I, I thought I, I, it was a question that's stuck with me for many, many years. Like, yeah, well, what is a conservative documentary? Because documentaries are made by filmmakers who are creative and they have a very liberal slant to them like why but there's objective storytelling of liberal things like i mean i think that uh that you can a story should be told uh, with obviously it has a point of view but there should be like you should strive for objectivity and i think when you do that um well, I think you can tell a conservative story well that way, you know? I, well, it's, it's interesting because it's something that's been on my mind outside of documentary filmmaking. But um, good stories or good storytelling has a, has a morality baked into it, has a, a moral choice that a character makes um, or makes you think about the morality of the world that your characters live in. And um, when you're making a documentary, you're thinking about a subject, but... Y- you're worried about the morality. Yes, maybe this policy isn't good. Maybe raising the minimum wage doesn't make sense economically according to scholars and whatever, but it makes sense because we need to help people, and that, that's a moral decision. You, you actually go against your own your, uh, financial betterment to, to help people. And the conservative argument is the real conservative argument, not Fox mm. News, not just Obama's needs to go to jail. Like, Mm, right, the Ron Pauls of the world, right, the right. like, let markets be free, right. blah, blah blah, libertarian crap like that. It's intellectual. It's like it's Atlas shrugged the movie. Yes. Which, well, if we let people be free, then there'll be more trade, and and the markets will correct, and then blah blah blah, like all that stuff. And it it might work intellectually, but it doesn't. The morality of it is like we all love capitalism, and that's great, but capitalism has winners and losers. That's how it works. And right. um, it's done great for us, and it seems to be the the brand of choice for the world, but it, it creates losers. And it, it's hard when you're a conservative, you're like, I want more capitalism. Lower taxes for the rich, and blah, whatever, whatever will happen, happen. But y- the morality is is greed. Yeah. Greed, right, right. to quote and Michael selfishness and Yeah, but yeah. even the, the intellectuals of the right say that. Like, your own self-interest right. will raise all of our uh, collective uh, boats in the harbor. Like, uh, Which is why everybody loved the three Atlas Shrugged movies. No, she's a cunt, but... Uh, <laughs> that was Steve who said that. Um, Bill, what are you doing here? Hollywood is... So... They may be right. I don't know. I, I don't have all the answers, but they don't have the moral high ground, right? That like your own personal greed. All you, if all you care about is your 
brood, your family, your wife, whatever, and go after it as as, yeah. as hard as you can and not worry about anyone else. That, that's not like on the Disney plot machine. You know, that's not like... like it doesn't know, make a good story. It does not make a good story. It's Luke going, uh, well, I, you know, I, I, I lost... I lost my, what a my, bummer. Aunt and, aunt and uncle are burned alive. Uh, well, I guess uh, the, the, the property... Comes to me because yeah. I am uh, I was on the will, so I will start a small business here and selling droids. Uh, selling, starting starting yes, with I've, these two, I have two slaves. <laughs> I will no 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 you you I I am a libertarian. You I don't believe in foreign intervention. You go deal with your whatever. I'm going to stay here and make my fortune. You know it it it's what drives us to good stories is people doing the moral thing. Luke saying I'm I got to go fight a battle that I that I don't want anything to be a part of. I'm I'm a simple farmer. I don't know why I always use Star Wars because it's a fucking yeah. movie everybody knows. Yeah, and the conservative Star Wars would be like, "Well, that's not my problem. I right. will let let them fight it out. I'm not getting into I, I'm not getting into a quagmire in a foreign country. I'm going to be on the the gambler's planet. Yes, selling, I'm going to I'm going to stay arms here to both sides. Well, uh, yeah, I, I have some droids. I will I will we will uh, farm moisture, whatever yeah. the fuck that is, <laughs> and we will sell it at the highest price. And uh, you know, uh, I will use my uh, space dollars to buy. Uh, influence in the Imperial Senate, and I will become, you know, a, um, a Coke brother. Re- decrease taxes, <laughs> decrease and, taxes, and regulation. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm yeah. not insuring these things. That uh, I mean, that's yeah. that's the conservative know story. A conservative storyline in a movie. Let us know what. Like, tweet it in. Send it. Send us one that of a good movie. That well, the libertarians that I know, they all point to Ghostbusters as the great libertarian movie. Really? I'm like, really? Because I've met someone who was in that movie, and I, they weren't thinking. They're like, oh, it's small business. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And yeah. they come up against regulation, the city, trying to shut them down. I'm like, okay. Whoa. Yeah, you guys, you guys are cherry-picking there. Yeah, I guess you, you had the old movies from the 70s, like all the, the Chuck Bronson movies, like Death Wish and like you know like revenge things where people take the law in their own hands. Sure. But that's, Clint Eastwood did a lot of that. Yeah. Oh, Death Wish is coming back. You yeah, know, yeah. With, Can't uh, wait. Bruce Willis. Oh, great. Yeah. He's a... Yeah. He's part of liberal Hollywood, right? No. No. Um, but yeah, it, it really is that sort of moral decision, and it, it just makes for better... St- We've been telling these stories forever of, of you know people doing the right thing for the greater good, and that, that's what creates a hero. And so you make a documentary about somebody who does something good for themselves or, or to, or to be- the betterment of whatever, and right. like the conservative angle is... Numbers and facts, and we're overtaxed, and blah, 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 like... Uh, but not even numbers and facts. It, it's also... Well, and I mean, I think numbers and facts should be part of an emotional story as well. Sure. Yeah. Num- everyone loves numbers. Numbers. What's your pitch, Marty? Oh. Numbers and facts. Yeah. Yep. With a little heart. Beautiful mind. <laughs> I rest my case. Tyson said that he would deep fake his own face onto Evan... Yonagite from uh, in Don- Bone Tomahawk. Oh God! So I can process my horror and revulsion differently. Wow, huh. that's crazy. Who's that in Bone Tomahawk? He plays a deputy, I think. Is he the guy that's uh, cut uh, in two? Um, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I uh, still think about that scene. That movie is uh, pretty intense. Yeah, and the um, director Craig Zaylor, He's his next movie. Yeah, stars. Uh, Mel well, Gibson. Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn. Oh, really? Yeah, Vince Vaughn. Really? I just made that up. Yeah, Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn um, in Dragged Across the Concrete. Or Dragged Across Concrete. Huh. Two conservatives. Uh, 
well, I th- Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Oh, and Don Johnson. Another three conservatives. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, and Fred Malamud. James Woods wasn't available. He's yeah, like right. get the fourth crazy conservative. Fred Malamud is in it, and he, love him. He's in uh, Lady Dynamite. Yeah, he's great. I met him a couple times. Like uh, the sweetest guy. Yeah. Like he will. He oozes rabbi charm. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. he's just like genuinely warm and really just like asks questions. And oh, he's one of the good Jews, as one, I like to say. One, yeah, one, one. no, no, there's lots of good. He's oh, a, but on. he's a, he's a, don't like, go like, crazy. Oh, Jews are they're nice. They're warm. They're, what? Not not the ones in this room. Wait. What? Who's here? <laughs> did, you, did did Elijah sneak in? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so, how did your fast end up? It wasn't fast. It was a cleanse. Whatever. You look amazing. Thank you. I lost half a stone. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. Eight pounds, something like that. That's good. It was good. The last day I did actually fast. <clears throat> I've never fasted before. It's not... not um, I've done it like once, and I was like, this sucks. Well, I was already on the cleanse, and I was already just over food. It was, so it was just easy to go, I'm not eating today. Mm. Uh, it was fun. I I uh, I enjoyed it. And what was the first thing you ate when you had? Oh Christ! Um, I had a vegan burger. The what are the, what are the wow. impossible Go burger? Crazy. Well, I want you're supposed to slowly introduce regular food into your diet. So I had a, a impossible burger, which is supposedly like very close to beef in texture uh-huh. and flavor, uh-huh. and some French fries and, um, and a beer. Were you at Umami Burger? No, I was at Golden Road. Oh, oh, they have it there. And and how was it? It wasn't as good as I remembered, but it, that that place is not the best for food. Okay, but that's where I first had it. Uh, this episode brought to you by Golden Golden Road, Road where our food is meh and our yeah. beer is okay. Yeah, <laughs> and we're owned by Budweiser. And Budweiser bought and, us, so yeah. fuck you. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's see what. Oh my God! It's so early on time. Um. What else? What do you want to talk about? I have so much to talk about. What what commercials are you going up for this week? Actually, I am shooting what? a uh, just myself a Periscope. Um, no, uh, I'm doing a Verizon commercial tomorrow. It's but it's like wonderful for the internet only. So that's nope, no money, no very little money, um, but still more money than I would get sitting around doing nothing. There you go. Yeah. So. Okay. So I have to get a manicure today. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like, apparently Hollywood says, your hands are hideous. Yeah. And you need to get a manicure. I've never really looked at your fingers. Look at they. I think they look fine, but they, yeah. they said... You're never going to be a hand model. I mean, neither am I. I yeah. have, like, hot no, dog fingers. I want to be, like, rugged hand model. Like, oh, these they, hands. They don't have rugged hand models. Well, if they did, I'd be <laughs> first in line. <laughs> rugged yeah here's a bunch of looks i have with my hands here's uh, elegant here's rugged i'm holding a piece of coal uh the role was originally for a mechanic and then i went into the costume fitting and they're like make it more like a call center guy i'm like all right whatever so they're just they're just making it up (laughs) they're making it up as they go along advertising is on its way out yeah yeah but as i will grab every last sure, sure, sure. dollar that i can on the, the way pinata out. has been split open grab the grab the candies yeah um well that's good that's where we're, we're in town are you shooting uh i think burbank or something oh, like that. Burbank. Yeah, beautiful burbank yes yeah um and yeah so happy to be working uh but oh back to the 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 talk show host thing why why do you think there aren't any conservative talk show hosts they're not funny. Um, 
Oh, uh, 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 that's a very good question. Yeah, because um, like, if you think about it, like Seth Meyers, um, like uh, uh, whatever Trevor Noah, Trevor Noah, and uh, Stephen Colbert, like, and frankly, Jimmy Kimmel are super liberal. Yes, they're liberal leaning, liberal leaning, and outspokenly yes. so. And uh, Jimmy Fallon, a little less, a little less, and he's he's, he's more on the Johnny Carson. Mold. I got to I got to be something for everybody. Right. And huh? I don't watch him. Well, he sucks. Oh, and he sucks. And he's not funny. Yeah. Um, well, and uh, Samantha B, the only woman Samantha, on, right. on television. Right. Although there there's a there's, yeah. there's a woman on BET who has like a kind of clip show oh, thing, yeah? but I don't uh I forgot I'm, what it's called. And, she and she was the head a, writer of the Larry Wilmore show. And she's a Trump person? No, no, no. Just, no. Okay. It's one yes. Um, I, that's such a good question. I, I, I don't know. I, I do know they tried years ago to do a daily show on Fox news. Yeah. We, yeah. And, and it, was, it bombed. Cause it was terrible. The yeah. rundown is what it's called with Robin Thede. Oh, that's what it, Oh yes. Yeah. Um, I, I, maybe because they don't have the moral high, high ground there or they're like, if we had a super, Super liberal president. If, if Bernie Sanders were president, like, would there be a rise of the Tommy Larens in the world? Who's Tommy Laren? She's in like a, a, a liberal. I mean, a conservative uh, personality. I'll I'll try and explain it or uh, unpack it verbally. That I think intellectual conservatives don't like comedy. Like, if you're if you're a true, you like Ron Paul. You you want to read. Uh, not Ayn Rand. You want to read uh, Mises or Hayek or these, you know, intellectual thinkers in the uh, the conservative space. And if you're a a, a dummy conservative, you, I think it's you want an antagonist because isn't that what she is, Tommy Laren? Yeah. And all, there's always one on that lady talk show where they sit around a couch and they have one conservative who is. Um, Poking at at right. liberal ide- ideology right. rather than than challenging. I, I, I don't know. I just it's like trying to make a joke. I, I just I, I worked with uh, that the guy from uh, the the half hour comedy hour, the failed Fox News thing, uh, who's a uh, Joel Cernow, who's a noted arch right wing conservative. He created Twenty Four, and the show we were doing was an animated thing with celebrities like going to a, a self-help guru and he was like we were coming up with ideas and he was like what about obama and he's beating his wife and this is like obama had just taken office and i said eh, it's that he does but he doesn't beat his wife right and right. i said and i said well how about uh uh rihanna and uh what's his face and you know like she's got a black eye like, i mean we were just knocking ideas around but he kept going back to. I, I think Obama beating his wife is funny, and I said, "But that's that's your fantasy that he's a wife beater or that he's really Kenyan or whatever." But that's not who he is, and I'm not like I don't love Obama, and I don't. I'm not defending him, but like I don't think they understand comedy, right? Okay, I, I mean, not all conservatives because uh, they're Tim Allen is funny or to some people, and he's a conservative. I mean, like I, I just think it's so easy to attack. Someone with uh, a low moral value on people. Right. I guess. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know. Hmm. 
It, it, it's it, you also have to like separate conservatism and Republicans because Republicans are very easy to make fun of. Yeah, witness the current president. It, it's uh, well, like think, it's almost too easy, right? Because you're looking, uh, you make fun of like hypocrisy. That's why the, what yes. the, that's the the stock and trade of the Daily Show, and they sure. they point out hypocrisy on both sides, dem- Democrats and, and Republicans. Uh, but it's there just seems a lot more hypocrisy on the side of the Republicans. Well, but then conservatives I talk to say, well, all you guys do is make fun of like Paul Ryan is paid for by the Cokes, but uh, Hillary was paid for by uh, Goldman Sachs. And I'm like, like that's the joke? Like they, right. they're, they're outraged too. But I, I don't know. They can't find... I, I, it, you, need a, you need a heavy in a joke in which conservatism and... Uh, the way the way it is portrayed now in the White House, it, it's it's just like almost too easy. So right. I, I don't know. I can't. That's a very good question. I, there's not like a simple answer, but um, there's clearly a reason why there's a liberal bent across most of them because there's an audience for it. If people didn't want Jimmy Kimmel to to talk about what he's talking about, they would stop watching. And there are always. You know, hysteric campaigns to uh, what are they? Stephen Colbert said something about a holster and Putin's dick and oh, yeah, Trump's yeah. mouth, and they're right. like boycott Colbert, and it, it, it didn't work because it's like, I, I, maybe it's in the middle. Maybe that's why because the, well, their I, their their brand of liberalism is humanistic and and centrist, and they're just reacting to what's really going on. Where like crazy left wing. You know, right. uh, I think if you, go, if you go in with, with a, a political agenda, then you're going to have problems. But if you go in saying, we're going to make fun of people who do stupid things, and we'll see, <laughs> see how it washes out, yeah. then, well, it turns out Republicans come up, you know, a little heavy on that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do believe that, like, that they're, even though they are liberal, that... Um, those late night talk shows will make fun of anybody as they go for the laugh as opposed to going for the political punch. Right. You know? It's just, we're in a climate now of, to- of insanity. Totally. So it's so e- like, wh- it's almost like overkill at, at this point where there's, I- I'm tired of hearing jokes about him and what he did and Im- impressions. And I, I watch Saturday night live and there he is. Alec Baldwin in bed calling into the Fox and friends like it, it it's almost fatiguing yeah well do you ever um buy a, a lotto ticket no why it's wasting money and but you gamble though right no you don't gamble at all no when you go to when you go to Vegas what do you do I don't go to Vegas oh I like Texas Hold'em but it's not gambling why isn't it gambling because it is you are not playing against the house. You're playing against other people that you, you can you have a slight advantage over. But the house takes a cut of everything. Well, sure, you got to pay to play. I mean, you have to, right. yes, but they own the room. And but there's the, and, no guarantee of winning, though. No. So it's gambling. Sure. All right. All right. Well, there, it, it, it's the smartest of gambling. There were two big lottos uh, this past month. Oh shit! I bought some. Uh, did I win? You won. You won. Oh, no. Fuck. Uh, you know, usually you hear it's like an 85 year old grandmother won 200 million dollars. Waste, waste of money. Yeah, yeah. Give but, it away. But uh, the Mega Millions was uh, one. It was a 400 and something million dollar prize. 450 million dollar prize works out to be 281 million if you take the lump sum. Uh huh. 
one by a 20 year old couldn't live off that a 20 year old in uh in florida and you know when i heard that i was like all right i'm okay with that he's and he was like i had a feeling i had a feeling something fortunate was going to happen and then tweeted out like after he won like you know uh the power of positive thinking should not be underestimated sure sure yeah that's how you do it that's how you do it just you just feel you feel the goodness come and you buy that ticket sure yeah. You, you're sure to win four. You can win next week too. Yeah, just apply the same metric. Same me- yeah, <laughs> but no, I was like, there's a guy. Hopefully, he he doesn't spend it all quickly. But but uh, the other one was the the Powerball, and that was a 560 million dollar jackpot. Wow. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> but the problem is. Uh, a woman in New Hampshire bought it, and you know oh. New Hampshire. Oh, you know boy. what they're like in New Hampshire, right? No, what are they? They're the live for or die people. Oh, you know a lot of libertarians up there. Oh yeah, oh know. yeah. Uh, so this woman won it, and then, but she doesn't want her name published. Okay, but she signed the back of it, and oh. it, once she signed the back of it, she signed away her right to anonymity. Ah, oh. so why did she sign the back of it? Because she, she wants the money. She wants the money. Oh, you have to sign it to get the money? No, it was, it's a way to protect yourself, I guess. Ah. But she, yeah. So, well, let's, let's expose her. What's her name? Uh, no, she, she hasn't taken the money yet. She's trying to uh, sue the New Hampshire Lottery Commission to keep her, her name ah. anonymous. Now, do you think she should be allowed to do that? Huh. Because like it's great marketing for the, the lottery board if they can tell the story of like, oh, this New Hampshire... 85-year-old great-grandmother. Why doesn't she want her name out? Because everyone's going to ask her for money? Um, I guess so, yeah. 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 The right to privacy. Well, you... uh, So that ticket is a contract? There's like wording on it saying, by signing this, you agree to publicity and blah, 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 blah. And you can't redeem said ticket without signing it. Well, I don't know. But she did. She did because she was like, "I'm gonna. Th- I've, I have a good feeling about this one. This is these yeah, are, I, been, been these, these are hot numbers. Yeah, they were on a fortune cookie earlier this week. It's a sign. Oops, oh, someone's at the door. On. Oh no, that was the, the computer saying that. That's enough, Steve. <laughs> Next question. Next question. Uh I, 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 I don't know. Should she be able to? I would think at this this age of the twenty four hour news cycle and Twitter, who cares? Like people are going to forget about it in two seconds. I guess so. But well, no. But there, there are people who there are actually organizations that will prey on lottery winners, and, and then so. just change your name. Oh, or you know what? She has the right to not cash the, the ticket. Oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, she's happy. Is, being is it worth it? Yeah, I would take the money. Fuck yeah! Yeah, uh, leave the country. Goodbye. I'm going to Monaco. I'm going to gamble. Yep. Yeah, eat you, a bag of you, dicks. If you, if you need me, if you need my me. name is Marty. You, yeah. I'm a, I bought an island. Fuck y'all. Fuck the fuck off. Yeah, the, there was actually a new a guy in New York uh, who also last month won a million dollars in the New York uh, State Lottery. Yes, and he said, "No, don't release my name." No, no, his his name was Donald Sevastano, and he had some exciting plans for the money, and he said, "Being." Uh, a self-employed carpenter. I didn't really have plans for retirement. Uh, the h- money will help me with that. And so the first thing he did was he planned a doctor's visit. And he's got cancer. He has cancer. <laughs> he, he died two weeks later. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
that just not irony. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have health insurance. He did not have health insurance. He had some health problems, and he was like, uh, he's like, well, now I can take care of these. Well, go get some hooker. Oh, he died. He's either he's dead. He's dead. Uh, he died what? like two weeks ago, or, or a week. Well, he didn't ago. know he was sick. He like ago. he was that close to death anyway. Well, he, then he went out on a high note. He went out so. rich. I guess so. Yeah. And oh boy. But God, that like imagine being like, wow, this is going to change my life. Winning this million. Oh, oh I'm dead. I'm dead. It did. I was right. Uh, I, it's. It really is just kind of sad that we have to have that to keep the middle class and the lower middle class to and give the poor hope. some hope that like we're all gonna. Yeah. You're all gonna be a millionaire. Just keep right. keep, keep buying pumping, keep buying tickets. these stupid things, and like, yeah, it does give money back to schools and and whatnot, but. If we all just gave that money to some, I don't know, there's just a better way to redistribute money to the poor than uh, giving one carpenter a million bucks who's going to die anyway. Uh, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Chris Miller said, when I have to explain uh, Tommy Laren, I always say, think female Joffrey. Who? Joffrey from Game G- GOT. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, but she's like, the, 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 these are not conservatives these are these are pundits these aren't like like right thinking okay i mean I, I like i don't like ron paul either but i remember him during the election saying i i would love to be a part of a ticket with bernie sanders because we both want the same things we just think different methods will get us there <clears throat> yeah, which is i'm like okay i appreciate that maybe the the left way isn't the perfect way on everything but because of the division of our political system you have to it's binary right. so i i like the idea of no, that but she's just one of those who's I, the other blonde uh, nightmare yeah, from Coulter. fox Ann Coulter. she's just she's just she's, she's riling she's, you she's up she just has a, a pointy stick and we're in a cage and she's just walking around just poking selling us. books yeah. that's all she's there to do yeah. is like have a distinct brand, and there and, are, and, and you must have enemies because enemies will attack you in the comment sections or on Twitter, which just means four comments down will be a, a, a right wing person going, <laughs> lock her up, and yeah. blah blah blah. And there are people on both sides doing that. I mean, just turn on yeah. CNN and like there I don't, people. I will not. Tr- uh, um, it's not good. It's no, very, it's, it's not. It's, it's un- not good. It's, it's unhealthy. unhealthy. You should just listen to us talking about politics because we we are. No. We are well, correct. that was my worry about Pod Save America. Is it's like it's very left. Like it's like we need to win back the the houses and the Democrats are going to. And I'm like the Democrats, but they're it 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 it's like they have. I mean, the narrative is amazing for them because you have Darth Vader and the Emperor running, you know, the Imperial Senate. So you need these. This, these ideas of uh, of rebels coming back to save us, but they're just this, they're just paid off by different corporations. They're 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 not this sort of independent group that is fighting for you. They're they are better at it, and they they have the higher moral ground, but they're still beholden to money. Obama spent a billion dollars. That's not from donations, right? From individuals who loved him. That's from maybe wall street and silicon valley like it's totally it's it's uh, we are sick because of the system yeah yeah I'm, you know and even the cokes not to defend them but they hate cronyism they unfortunately have to do it to get their ideas across because yeah. the, the rules of the game are set up that you need to be a crony you need right. cronies to get your if you believe you know they believe the world will be better by lower taxes i don't know if that's fucking true but 
you can't just wish it and make documentaries about it and buy ads, you know, to saying this. You need to buy politicians to push sure. your policies through. So oh, no, I get it. I fucking cares. Yeah. When's, um, when's the Han Solo movie come out? Oh, what did you think of that trailer? Uh, underwhelmed. Yeah, I, I mean, it's too hard to tell, it, but it was kind of cool seeing Donald Glover. Like, for some re- reason, you know, after seeing him for years in Community, like, and then seeing him on, on the Grammys and seeing him in there, he's like a stud, you know? He's he's, yes. he's kind of like, he's, um, yeah, I think he's a good Lando. I think he might make it. I think he. I think, I think, he's, I think he's, he's got some. He's got a little something. A little, little something. A couple more laps around. Maybe you should do some more. Put some work in. Put it. Put your hours in. Diversify a little bit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like are you? You know. Do a couple other things. Right. Right. You know. Write for Thirty Rock. Dick. Um, <laughs> yeah. He was a writer on Thirty Rock. He was in Community. Yeah. Hotlanta. Atlanta's good. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Fuck that guy. Um, yeah. Darren says lottery winners do get large volumes of begging letters. Sure. It has driven some to suicide. You oh, know. No. And to that, I say, try me. I'm really good. I'm really good at saying no. I'm really good at not opening up envelopes. <laughs> letters. <laughs> letters. Who's this from? Who gets mail these days anyway? <laughs> letters. Uh, Dear sir, mm. we are from the Blue, the Blue Whale we Society. Are inquiring we are inquiring if you want to, to donate. No. Donate. Yeah. You don't even have to say no. You just go. It's called a shredder. You yeah. get them at Staples and you um, go. Oh, and it's so goodbye. satisfying. So satisfying. I love it. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it's not. You get your family, like people who you didn't know you were related to, show up and go. I have a business proposition. And you're like, Ugh. I'm sure that's annoying. Oh, and there completely. is there. Most people burn through the money, although it would be hard to burn through two hundred million. Well, I I would think you know they always have those pictures of of you like uh, of the winner like holding up a giant check. Yeah, I thought okay, I'll just put on a fat suit and a bald cap and then go there and like or just have someone else. Do it like yeah. hire an actor to right. you know and pretend to be the you. have that schmuck get chased around. How do you get that check into the ATM though? I always wonder about you have to fold it. Oh, that's, oh, <laughs> over there. Oh, go, don't forget to tip your waitresses, people. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like that one. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's funny, but like, is do the lottery people have like a big giant checkbook they open up they and then they have and a to big like giant pen, a big giant pen? They have yeah. a giant Quicken on a giant computer to enter. Mm-hmm. Well, that's. Drew 130 million on a giant keyboard uh, that you're typing on. Debit. There's a giant office that does it all. Giant chat. Like somebody goes to work every day and they're, they're a part of their printing company prints giant checks that never get used. Yeah. I don't, it's it's, a great comedy prop though. Just going around with the giant checks. Just trying to put, but but could you really, I mean, it has a routing number. I'm sure you take it to the bank and they like, Type the number in and are like, okay. I think you're overthinking. Really? <laughs> no, no. I think you, you have to sign keep it going, keep going. with a giant pen giant on the pen, back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For <laughs> deposit <laughs> only. <laughs> Someone's going to steal that check and depo- and withdraw $280 million. <laughs> but they give you giant bills, too. Which are like in 20s or 50s? Yeah. Like ones. Just like king size, sheet sized bills. Oh, that would like, be, oh, that would be the ultimate fuck you. Like you have to take it in pennies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Miller said, can you imagine 10 years ago saying to someone, people are more excited for Lando than Han? Well, frankly, I am. Because like, I have no idea who that Han guy is. You know? He's from Baby Driver, the actor. Which, who, who is he in Baby Driver? John Hamm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the kid okay. from ba- Baby from Baby Driver. No, Ansel Elgort? Yeah. It's, he's, he's Han Solo. No, he's not. Is he? I'm, I'm going to source you on this. I'm actually going to look up the mission. Please hold. I will be with you in one moment. 
right? Can't you just trust me that I know what I'm talking about? Uh, what's a movie called? Solo? Solo. Yeah. I, you know, I just, why do they even need to advertise it? Just, it, they should do the, it's, it's out tomorrow and it would be, it is as successful, if not more successful, because people, there's no burnout. You know, I saw The Last Jedi late into its run and I was kind of burnt out because I heard all the back and forth about uh, it. Like, they should just do a, a Netflix, like, tomorrow, it's out. Alden like, Ehrenreich is not Ansel Elgort. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think either of those are. So who's Han Solo? Oh, the kid from uh, uh, the Coen Brothers movie about, uh, yeah. about studios. Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar, that guy. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, okay. Huh? Right. They're the same guy. All right. Uh, now, if Donald Glover had played him, that would have been interesting. Oh, that would I would have been in. I, I would have like, been in. Oh, okay. That's a... Why? What, what's wrong with Donald Glover? Uh, you know, it's a... <laughs> He's a really good actor. He's a very good actor, yeah, and he's he, really funny, and he's very charming. He's roguish. He's got a he's got a big yeah, um, he's, following. He's um, that's just a that's a unique. Uh, well, John Cho was our first choice. <laughs> he passed. Okay. Uh, scheduling uh, problems. Yeah, with he was he was yeah, doing he, Star, Trek, Star Trek. And he didn't want to he didn't want to get pigeonholed as, as a sci fi actor, so we yeah. got Donald Glover. He's Han Solo. <laughs> you know what is the crazy thing? So. Ron Howard came in to uh, to direct it, taking over um, those hacks. Uh, those hacks, who, Lord and Miller. Yeah, uh, and uh, got fired. And Ron Howard managed to put in Clint in his movie. Wonderful. Yeah, well, he's, he's he, family's important. Yeah, Clint Howard is in it, um, and Warwick Davis is in it. Ah, oh. Warwick Davis has been in more like. Like, Who's Warwick Davis? Little, he, little guy. He's the little guy. He's um, um, you are great, Mad Modigan, uh Willow. Never saw it. Oh, oh, another Ron Howard movie. Oh, but that's why I didn't see it. Oh, yeah. So, but he's been in so many like huge movies. It's crazy. Anyhow, on that note, do you have anything to plug? No. Why? Uh I don't. I'm not uh, at Stephen Kruger. To All right. My, uh, All right. What, my, you've my been Twitter? tweeting anything funny lately? No, I've been kind of just lur- lurking, not really tweeting, right. and I've been Instagramming because nothing, nothing has moved, nothing you. has moved me. Uh-huh. Uh, your bowels, uh, little volcano, small volcano, small uh, volcano. Not, no, nothing really. Okay, I mean, the, when the show is airs in the spring, I'll okay, I'll All promote right. it, but it's not. I don't know when they don't they don't call me. Uh-huh. They don't care. Uh-huh. They don't like me. Oh, I'm eh. sorry. To hear that. I'm on a podcast. Okay. Here every okay. Tuesday. Okay. That's promotable. Okay. I'm on another podcast. We'll, we'll but, get that going. We'll get but that it's going. Not, it's not up yet. Up yet. And, we'll uh, no, I'm just okay. I'm available All right. on, on Twitter if you want to annoy me. I will be at uh, Duke's Nail Salon this <laughs> afternoon. I will be doing at. Oh, I'd at, love to make a little short documentary about you getting your nails it's done. It's called uh, Emasculation. It's in my one man show. Um, there's no uh, no mailbox no 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 there were no viewer mails no no one sent anything in the mail oh, sack. all right so, good oh wait uh, fuck I, all of you I wait hold on I'm totally wrong okay oh, well I mean you know people take the time we I know no I know respond okay, to okay. their uh, do will you do the mail sack song mail sack mail sack ba 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 mail sack it sounds like he's saying mayo like mayonnaise or the Mayo oh. Clinic. Which, when I was a kid, I thought they were somehow tied together. Like, 
big mayonnaise got together and was like, we need to help people with disease. So we have the Mayo <laughs> Clinic. I didn't realize that it really has nothing to do with the, um, the, the, the mayonnaise. We have actually, and I, uh, I do have an email from yesterday. Sorry about that. Uh, it's, hey guys, it's been a while. Feel free to skip around this email as it's a little long. Just wanted to ask everyone's opinion on something. Who's this from? If you didn't say my name for this, that'd be great, is how it starts. So who's it from? <laughs> name them. It is from Alfonso Cuaron. The director. The director. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a fan. He's a fan. Shocking. And a listener. Yeah. Long time listener, first time uh, writer. Uh, I've been dating a girl for six months now, um, but known her for years. And for the most part, everything is great when we're together. <sighs> we get it. You're we fucking having sex. We say we love each other and talk about the future, Aww. marriage, kids, etc. There's one thing, though. She's seven. No. Um, <laughs> She's seven and severely retarded. Yeah. Uh, she has a lot of friends. <laughs> Not the average close group of people, uh, which she also has, but I'm talking about at least twice a week she'll go out with random friends from years ago that she used to hang with. Nearly a different one every time. Now, I've gone out with her main friends, but whenever she goes out with these people, she says she wants to see how they are and that it'd be weird if I went um, while they're catching up. Uh, but she also has to spend time with the regulars as well. Uh, so I only see her Friday and Saturday um, and one or two other days in the week. I try not to be a, a jealous oh, wait, person. Wait, this, this is, sounds like heaven. I know. You only have to see your, your mate twice a week? I try not to be a jealous person, but uh, at least three times a week, I can't get a hold of her as she's out and about before I get oh, crucified. You're just making I, it better. I do trust her and don't <laughs> want her to get rid of all her old friends. It just gets frustrating wait, when we can't see each other. Why, why trust? Because uh, they're male friends? Oh, well, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Um, no, just like, like taking, because she says like, oh, you shouldn't come because it'll be weird because I'm trying to catch up okay, with this okay, friend. Yeah. Uh, well, my friends I, I and like family are convinced like... that she, she either has secret relationships <gasps> or she, she is not that serious about me, oh. uh, as I am about her. Should I cut my losses and move on? At this point, I can't picture myself without her, <gasps> but this is not working out for me. I've told her this and she simply asks for more time and says that she loves me and does see a future with me. Should I give her more time? How much? What would you guys do in this situation? Anyways, thanks for the advice, Alfonso Coron. Wow, oh, wait, I wasn't supposed to say his name. Wow, that was a good. That was a great question. That it was like a, one of the best emails this it, podcast has ever got. It gotten. is a true conundrum. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs> mail sack, mail sack, mail sack, music. Uh, that's a fucking fantastic, complicated, very tough to answer question. Go. <laughs> what do you got? Um, yeah. Well, I, I think what when I was in, in my courtship mm -hmm. of, of with my wife. Don't do it. My, what, I, Don't do it. Okay. My wife. No. Um, and you're not booking as many commercials as you used to, know, huh? I that's that's his it, one. It, that my used wife. To, used to kill. Oh, yeah. Used this, to kill. this guy comes in. He just does my wife. Yeah, What's um, up? <laughs> okay, okay. That's that was from 15 years ago, and we've moved on. We don't do the Budweiser campaign. So you are a carpenter. Ready and action. What's up? Okay, you're the what's up. Okay. Uh, so we would see each other like a couple times a week. Yes. And then when we got married, all of a sudden it was every night. And I was like, don't you have friends? <laughs> <laughs> oh, in my courtship, Lance Mountain, a couple months in after... Uh, Staying over at my, my, my pad, and we went and got breakfast. She said, I, I want to spend more time with you. I want to see you more. And I went, no. 
<laughs> just flat out no. I just got out of a relationship. I was with a Pilates instructor stripper, and I it was a year and a half. And I, I six months after, I was just like, I don't want to live with someone. But see them every. I saw her every night, and I said no. And she started crying out in public, and I said okay, and she won, and now we're married. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Give up. Uh, well, okay. First of all, so like we would see each other a couple times a week. So you're already getting more FaceTime than I did during my courtship, Alfonso. Um, but um, can- but he's confronted her and said, right. I, I want to see you I more. And she more. said, no, I, I want to be with my old friends. Right. So he, he, the, my first advice would be tell the person what you want, which is what my now wife did. And I gave, I gave her the same answer. I said, no, I, I need some me time. I need to get to know me. Right, and then she's, and then I realized I don't, I, I know me. What is like in the dating phase? What is a, a like they have been together for six months? Yes. Um, what is the correct amount of daytime, like uh, FaceTime, like how many times a week? Three days a week, three three to four, I think. Three to four, and that's what he's getting right now. So he says at least three times a week I can get a hold of her. So that's that means he's seeing her three to four times a week. I, I don't think that is... Uh, I think that's a good amount of time. I don't know how old you are. Um, he's seven as well. He's seven as well. Okay, so you're both seven. Yes. Um, it's only during play dates they get to see each other. And I, do you see a lot of your old friends? Like, I mean, that's if she has that many friends, you're, well, you're going to... She's always going to have a lot of friends then. Uh, part of me wants to say withdraw a little bit and just say, okay, maybe I'm taking things too fast with you and you need your, your world because it's only six months and right. she's probably used to a lifestyle with seeing all her friends. She's a very outgoing social person and you're now in her universe and she wants to keep that old world. And trust me, when you're 10 years in, you, you will not have any time to see those right. people. They will all fade away. They will become social media friends or right, whatever. Right. So... Um, six months is like a drop in the bucket in terms of time with someone. But part of me wants to say withdraw a little bit and just like focus on you. And if I mean, don't end it. But if she if she wants to be with you, she will eventually circle back into your orbit. But also, part of me thinks that that's kind of being passive aggressive uh, to withdraw. Yeah. Um, but to protect yourself, and you know, she's also telling you. This is this is what I want right now in in my life, and you should respect that. Because if you say, "Well, it's either me or your friends," that's not a good cement foundation for a relationship, right? So she might need some time with her friends and and, and, I think, and her world. It and doesn't clearly it's stressing Alfonso out, like seeing he hasn't made a movie in years. He has not made a movie since Gravity. Uh, oh Jesus! Uh, yeah, get on it. Um, and. I think that, uh, yeah, if it's stressing you out, then you need to also change your mindset and be like, okay, well, you know, maybe I will pull back a little bit. And then if she needs, if she says like she needs more time, then say, okay, well, I still have these feelings for you. I'm happy to see you this time, but I'm just, I mean, it's a hard thing to do when you want to spend time with that person. Right. You know, 
Um, Six months in is still in the sort of honeymoon phase. Yes. He's probably madly in love and just wants to see that person every day, as Lance Mountain was with me. Oh, who can blame her? Yeah. Just a delight. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, from the perspective of someone who's been with someone for 10 years, and I know this will not land with anyone in that mindset six months in and younger, but when you're uh, 10 years in, you will enjoy (laughs) nights away. You will enjoy, ah, she's got some friends I don't have to go hang out with. You know, there's, if this is the one you're going to spend the rest of your life with, there's uh, a lot of nights. That's, that's a lot of breakfasts. That's a lot of, right. How was your day? And I think that Chris Miller has a good, um, good suggestion. He says, tell him to take a break Start a jazz band, learn to blow, uh, to blow glass, get a pit bull named Armando, take flamenco. I, I think his point is like, have a... Well, that was going to be my next point. Go on. Well, throw yourself into something, glass blowing or jazz. Um, flamenco. Flam- no, I would... Uh, okay. No, a tap. Tap, okay. Just yeah, um, find something to do to uh, fill up well, your world. Well, yeah, not just to fill the time, but have a separate life. I think it's really important to have separate lives. Um, yes. That, that, you have a podcast and your wife... Yeah, doesn't she, she? I get to speak for two hours and she, without being interrupted <laughs> by her. Did, by she, her, I get. She did all, interrupt a couple times no, off did, mic. Yeah. <laughs> all right, but no, I think that Chris has a good point. Like, you really want to make sure that that. Uh, I think part of being in a good relationship is being able to take yourself, take care of yourself outside of the relationship. So, yes, it sounds you know not to be um, a dick, but it sounds you're like you're a little needy, and that's a good thing. It's a good thing to want and, and, and need to be someone vulnerable and, and to be vulnerable yeah. and you must but it's also good to invest in yourself and you've you've already done the adult mature thing which is to tell the person how you feel and she sent you a signal saying i need to be with all my friends and i think that's actually a good thing because if she does come back around to you and envelop you more um you know that means she really wants you. You, it's, it's, it, it, you've already kind of drawn a line in the sand, yeah. And so she will cross back over if she, if she really is the one for you. And if not, you know, you can start to withdraw a little bit. And if if you keep withdrawing, then that was the right Shit. thing to do. But you know, you, um, don't, you don't want to wait uh, ten years to go. I'm not happy with right. things. No, I, exactly. And then also, then to be when she's out of your life, then. I, like, what do I have? I have nothing. I, I should have taken flamenco. I mean, tap. tap. I should have uh, learned jazz scales. Yes. And my jazz hands are for shit. Yeah. And, but like, it, it wasn't clear in the, the email. Like, is it she's out with her friend friends and she's not bringing you into their solar system or is she out with guys that you're right. nervous about? Yeah. But, and jealousy is understandable. But, of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, but good luck, Alfonso. Um, we we want you to get it together so you can make another movie. Um, I know you've made you've been directing since Gravity, but I'm, I can't remember what it is. But I, um, sh- I'm sure someone will let me know. Um, Do you have anything to plug? I doing. I'm doing my one man show <laughs> where nail salon. Yeah, it's it's called Emasculation, and. Um, and I will also uh, be in this commercial, I guess. So look for the commercial in six weeks on television or the internet. I, I, it's just internet only, oh. and it, it's for it's for some service that I don't even know. It, it's ah. like, are you really supposed to plug commercials? Look what I have. <laughs> look what little I have to plug. I'll take what I can okay. get. 
Um, watch the internet in six weeks for my commercial. Yeah. Watch videos and watch the pre-roll ad. And send us emails. That's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Tweet at us. And I forgot to plug the Tumblr, but that's noonerpodcast.com. Yeah. Um, thank you, Tyson and Darren, for keeping that up. You're very um, welcome. Roma is the next Alfonso Cuaron movie. Oh, I love it. Yes. Roma? Roma, a story that chronicles a year in the life of a middle-class family in Mexico City. I, I loved Roma. That's the wonderful part of Mexico oh, City. It's a, it's La Roma. Yes. Oh, well, I'm really looking forward to it. He's one of my favorite directors, uh, except I just noticed that he has he's developing a project with uh, Rapey Affleck. I mean, Casey Affleck. Ooh. Um, Ooh. What? I just, too soon. Too soon. Rapey Affleck? You just come up with that? Yeah. I'm Jesus. Amazing. I'm so good. <laughs> How do you not book more commercials? <laughs> I know. My wife! <laughs> What's up? <laughs> okay. All right. We will see <laughs> you next uh, Tuesday. Hip that fuck. Time to hip that fuck. Time to hip that fuck. Time to hip that fuck. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.